I am an evolving term that we can't agree on. A multitude of colors some can't quite process. A porch monkey that arrived as a jungle bunny. A boy, even though I was never a picnic. I am the sound of America, the dissonance they created. I am a black American, colored by America's ineptitude. I am an African American, struggling with my allegiance to the motherland. I am an evolving light, living under the shade of our ancestors. I am your American Negro. Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth Maine. the pejorative choice, we are black. 
Unlike the tar they used on their faces to reinforce a stereotype, their stereos don't like. And I say this because I am of sound mind, and the sounds that reverberate in my mind are never confused by the volume of misinformation programming the minds of America. Black people, listen to your own music, as soul is the connection to our ancestors. A language of tonal tensions, teaching an audience it was never intended for. Hello, welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. We started you off this week with the sounds of Adrian Young and the track called The American Negro, taken from his album of the same name, coming out on the 26th of February. Smooth, soulful way to start this week, Anthony Chalmers. Yeah, wonderful classic 70s soul funk sound there. You know, reminded me of some of my dad's absolute favorite sort of New Orleans funk and that sort of thing. Yeah, Adrian Young is like an absolute star in this area. He he came to my attention years ago now when he did the soundtrack to Black Dynamite, if you've ever seen that film. I haven't, but I have like, I've seen it around. Yeah, in, back in 2009. This record, it's released on his own, I think it's his own Jazz is Dead Records, a label that came about last year. I believe it's him and Ali Shaheed Mohammed that run that record label. I think there's a lot of assumptions and thinking going on here. He also runs Linear Labs, which released his last record that I own anyway, the Electronic Void Black Noise, which came out in 2016. But to talk about this project a little bit, it says here, the American Negro is an unapologetic critique detailing the systematic and malevolent psychology that afflicts people of color. This project dissects the chemistry behind blind racism, using music as the medium to restore dignity and self-worth to my people. It should be evident that any examination of black music is an examination of the relationship between black and white America. You've just heard it, so I don't need to tell you it is a stunning piece of work. The vinyl, just like trifold, gatefold, piece of art it is absolutely stunning looking also comes alongside with um, a short film called tan tan and also a four-part podcast called invisible blackness which i have not seen or heard either of those want to get involved in it it seems like a whole wonderful art project nice it sounds great i was thinking you know what you were saying about the record and i was like well maybe i can raise you with my first track the record comes with a 50 page children's book <laughs> that's pretty good i was like why is this record 40 dollars? i mean it seems a bit steep and then i was looking for what it came with it i was like okay comes with 50 page children's book it's still probably a bit cheap and it'd be about a billion pounds if i wanted to get it over here but for our american listeners and for people who uh, don't mind forking out a few quid for some uh, wonderful music in a great uh, product i'm going to play you the new single by a band called l michael's affair they are a project, a band, headed by instrumentalist and producer Leon Michaels. He works with um, Daptone Records, with the Dap Kings and many others like that. They did a release uh, last year called Adult Themes. Never heard of it, but I was going through the podcast inbox and the emails and the stuff that was coming in today. And um, a guy called Ben, who uh, I've talked to on there a few times, was like, check this out. And I listened to about 20 seconds of it. And I was like, sounds a tiny bit like Meridian Brothers, but with like a Hindi singer. But that was just like my first sort of thought. And then I was like, maybe it doesn't sound so much like Meridian Brothers, but Meridian Brothers are one of those bands like Tom Waits, where they are incredibly good. But if you try to sound like them, it's nearly guaranteed to be poo. Yeah, or the fall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anything like that. And like, so the fact that this is extremely good and reminded me of the Meridian Brothers 
well, I thought I had to play it. This is um, a track from the album Yeti Season by L. Michaels Affair, and this track is called Merkit Gem. If ever there was the polar opposite of the crash ending, there, there it is. That was it. Yeah, that was yeah, soothing, <laughs> drifting off. <laughs> sort of some popping, some ambient sounds, and it faded in. Uh, yeah, it's just an exceptional sort of slow end. <laughs> yeah, we drifted off. Dripping out into the end there. Wonderful track by the L. Michaels Affair. The track is called Merkit Gem. And a gem, I think it was. No idea what a Merkit is. Yeah, unless it's like murking something, but it's spelled a little bit different to that. 
I was thinking about a merkin. Oh, a merkin. <laughs> yeah, a merkin. <laughs> no idea what a merkin is, really, or a merkin. I'm sure it's neither. I'm sure it actually means something quite profound. But overall, mate, no, it sounded just incredible. Something like I could imagine finders keepers digging out from the 70s or somewhere in South Asia. I don't want to put a country on it. But yeah, absolutely fantastic. Well, that's all straight out of America, but uh, the, definitely the singer is singing in Hindi there. Um, it's coming out on Big Crown Records, and I, a label that I don't know, and I look through their releases, and I'm not familiar with any of them, so it could be a first for the podcast here, and it's coming out on the 26th of March of this year. Wow. I suddenly had a doubt about what year it was there. That was like why my part I was like, shit, am I playing something from last year? And then I was just like, what year is it? And then I had to, I checked the calendar on my computer and it was like 2-1. And I was like, phew, I'm okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, but that could have come out any time. It sounds so <laughs> contemporary, but yeah, if you'd have told me that came out in 1970, I would have thought you were right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely had that classic sound. So there we go. That's Yeah, so next up from me is something quite astonishing. So I don't know why I've talked about it so much, but I've got a amazing gift, a cassette player, finally uh, for Christmas and since then I've been taking a bit of a punt on more cassettes than I would have done otherwise because I obviously had no means by which to play them and the latest of these is in a series of three but it's by a chap called Vladimir Ivkovich it's a sort of a mixed tape for want of a better word but 90 minutes of these really unusual extraordinary sounds from all over the world but things that he's just picked up in his collection and it's just an incredible incredible listen i was just about to ask um when you say it's a mix is it a dj mix or it's his own his own productions it is officially a dj mix it's not his own production so not his music at all but it it's unlike a dj mix you have ever heard before on the subject of uh, DJ mixes and extraordinary sounds, I got a message from a listener saying that they listened to Tom York's Six Music Mix and it featured the rave ads that you played in there. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that was actually one of these three cassettes that I bought. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to play that again this week. But yeah, I mean, those ads could fit in any radio show ever. But no, none of that in this track here that I'm going to play for you. It's just a sample, an excerpt really, of the first 45 minute side of this cassette. It's from Vladimir Ivkovich. It's called Gospels from Mupi. Here's a five or six minute excerpt for you from side A. Oh. 
there you have it. That's the sounds of Vladimir Ivkovich. Well, not exactly the sounds of Vladimir Ivkovich. The the sounds of someone else on a mix by <laughs> Vladimir Ivkovich. But, but no sign on there about who to credit or anything like that. No. Well, if you talk for a little second, let me just dig out the cassette that I've got right here, so, and I'll check the liner notes. Well, sometimes uh, with these cassette releases, um, you can get some sort of no copyright, bad copyright, weird stuff that would otherwise normally maybe not get done because they think it's a, just a tape release only, you know what I mean? And, you know, not not really getting much profit out of a 50 or 100 tapes sold. So I think everyone's doing okay. But it's nice when the, the credit, obviously, where credit's due. Yeah, well, uh, so I've got the liner notes here and I don't think it's Polish. It's in some sort of Eastern European language. Here's from belgrade originally so presumably uh serbian and yeah oh it says here's a lot of words a zebra and then ends with the words juventus <laughs> well glad we cleared that up thank you gareth but yeah well that's it isn't it that's the no blurb anywhere else that sort of identifies it but that is not indicative of the whole tape at all because the whole tape is so vast and different you know we've got 20th century avant-garde, modern classical, space jazz, haunting Balkan folk that you just heard. There's some really crazy stuff on there. Well, from one thing with a great description to another one with a great description, as I was mentioning, I was going through the various submissions to the podcast and listening to them and replying and whatnot. And one of them uh, started with this. It said, harsh hypnotic vocal loops with some banjo recorded in a yurt-shaped structure on the shores of Loch Ree. And I was like, I think I'm in. I'm into the sounds of that. It is by an artist from Ireland called Phil Langero, and it was Phil who got in touch directly. As mentioned, in November 2019, he recorded this record by the shores of this lake, and uh, it's now taken a year and a half or 30, uh, 14 months to come to us. I wanted to play you one of it, and I'm going to play you just the opening track here, which is called Bodily Extremists.
there we go. That is the sounds of Phil Langero with the track Bodily Extremis from the album Not A Yurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that building actually is. Well, it is Not A Yurt, as the album's very clear to say. Um, I really like that, and I feel that if this goes on any longer, I too am going to go beside a lake in a yurt-like structure. Uh, with a banjo, some pedals, and birdwatch, and scream into the wilderness. Well, you've uh, ticked a few of those boxes off in this lockdown anyway. Well, uh, the birdwatching, yes. Just need to get a banjo now, I guess. (laughs) Well, it it could be coming. This is the debut solo release from Phil. He's from Cork. He's played in a bunch of uh, killer bands over there, including the wonderfully titled Hawk Bastard. He did vocals for Nod on their four gig tour of Ireland in 2018. Nod haven't released an album in a little bit, so we wouldn't have played them on the pod for a wee while. But they're from Manchester. Paddy, the main guy, he's Irish, and they are one of the best bands in the entire world. So if Nod considered him uh, worth coming on board for that, that is high praise indeed. It certainly is. But don't Nod have a record coming out in like April that there's one on Rocket Recordings? I'm sure I'm sure I haven't made that up. That record was a compilation of early recordings. But it's coming out in the bit. Yeah, that's the sort of, basically it's a vinyl release of some sort of early CDs and demos from the early days of Nod. Ah, uh, got you. Rather than a sort of new full length. Oh, it's been ages since a new Nod record. It must be that Yelp Power Felipe one was the last one they did. Yeah, that sounds right. And then the previous album with Donovan's Daughters on it. I'm guessing that was 2019. Oh, so long. I need some new nods. Like, in this lockdown, where's the new nod? <laughs> well, I just think, unfortunately, they maybe suffer from being one of those bands where they don't all necessarily live in the same place anymore. Mm. And they normally get together, make some music, do a tour. But none of that. Uh, it's one of those things that's uh, been the hardest for a lot of bands that I know is they simply just don't see each other. So it's just like they don't necessarily live in the same town, can't rehearse. It <laughs> can't do that sort of thing. Yeah, so tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, want the solo nod. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was going to play some pretty nasty music, but I feel like it doesn't quite fit with where we're at at the moment in the podcast. So I'm going to play something that maybe is thematically correct in terms of the sharing things across the internet during lockdown, you know. So this one, not recorded during lockdown, but recorded back in 2018, but using WhatsApp to share recordings and share music between each other. It's from a group going by the Wow Wow Collective. That's W-A-U Collective. They're from Senegal, and it's come out of a project from a Swedish music archaeologist and left-field musician called Carl Jonas Vinkvist when he travelled to a place called Tubab Dilo in Senegal, which is a small fishing village that apparently has turned into the hub of Senegal's bohemian art scene. He went there, visited uh, local musicians, percussionists, poets, beat makers. And from like the ideas created in those sessions, he went back to Sweden and has been trading over WhatsApp, the recordings back and forth to put together this record. And like I say, this record is pretty upbeat. It's really fun. It's really nice. It's, it calls it avant-garde cosmic sounds. Not sure I'd go quite like that, but really great music. This is the Wow Wow Collective, and this is called, wait for it, Sala Melekum.
la saqueza amanece Traça o fronteiro Traça o visão Minha lá Ela trace a tu nave Da fogo a te pene a dama Girbuja muko Sounds a Wow Wow Collective track called Sela Melekum. It's taken from their record called Yarel Sadum, uh, released on Sahel Sounds, the wonderful record label that uh, has, you know, been played quite prominently on this podcast for their sounds on Saharan WhatsApp series. And yeah, it's not really like much African music that we listen to or play on this podcast. It's uh, certainly not as heavy it's uh, a lot more it's almost childlike in a in a lot of ways it's a uh, really beautiful hypnotic yeah <laughs> well liken it to a nursery rhyme almost something like that yeah nice and i really i really like that well, I, when you was like a uh, beat makers you mentioned in the description like i was thinking it was going to be something maybe a little bit more electronic mm-hmm. a bit more 
contemporary, but actually that was just a sort of lovely science of sort of a tranquil African folk, really, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot more hypnotic, a lot more mellow, a lot more chilled, certainly than a lot of what we play from the continent of Africa. It, it's, it reminds me more like sort of toy orchestras, people modify like toys and things like that and turn it into interesting stuff. I was really into that. I've seen 10, some acts like that ago. with you. <laughs> Yeah, probably like modified toy orchestra, someone like that out of Birmingham. But yeah, like I've got like lots of French artists in my head, you know, people like Clint Perret. I really got into a lot of their music uh, 10, 15 years ago now. And it's sort of in that sort of wheelhouse. Really beautiful, beautiful music. Well, Gareth has just played something that's very nice. I'm going to throw it down with something gnarly. This track is 20 minutes long, so we're not going to play 20 minutes. We're not even going to play 10 minutes. We're going to play something like five or six minutes of it. And it is the new release from Mainliner. Mainliner, legendary Japanese trio, headed by Makoto Kawabata, Abbasid Mother's Temple. The original co-found member, uh, the bass player, whose name escapes me now, isn't uh, in the band anymore and hasn't been in the Reformation, but was replaced by Boningen's Taigen Kewabe. They are joined by uh, Shimura Koji, Koji Shimura, sorry, so when they write it in Japanese, it's the other way around. Long-time Acid Mother's Temple drummer who actually hasn't been in the band now for four or five years, but he's still got it. He's still here. This is coming out around now, really. The record is called Jewel Myths, and it's on Riot Season. This track is Blasphemy Hunter. <laughs> Thank you. 
There we go. That is the sounds of Mainliner. If I wouldn't have pre-warned you, you might have thought that it was going to be another children's lullaby. <laughs> yeah, not quite a children's lullaby, certainly. A little bit of a different change of pace, for sure. Yeah, Senegal to Tokyo. Yeah, Taigen's uh, mum is actually a famous Japanese poet. Oh, really? So uh, l- lending some of that to it. Although I've got no idea what he's talking about. I'm presuming it's wonderful stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no doubt. Well, boning and always wonderful stuff. Depend, <laughs> don't, 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 no idea what they were saying or not. But yeah, it's uh, looking forward to getting that record in my collection. Bit of a delay though. Yeah, big delays there, unfortunately. Um, I had the pleasure of hosting Mainliner's uh, first re- sort of reformation shows in 2014 and i've tried to put them on whenever i can ever since it's always stunning stuff and i didn't realize that i actually already played a track from this album in december but who cares you can have two of them i put it into the search for the for, for our old traditional what episode do you think we played this before and it's like oh it's like literally 304 <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it doesn't matter how long ago let's play again next week may like just keep, play the other 15 minutes of that one track <laughs> next week i reckon <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say on that? That's about all I got, buddy. Great. Then what I'll do is I will play my next track, the second of the three cassettes that I bought from Boomcat the other day and have been listening to all week. This one is from Teresa Winter. She's a producer from Leeds. This is an absolutely phenomenal record called Love Crime. This is like... How I've written it down here is lo-fi synth-pop dub proto-jungle, but somehow restrained... You laugh now, but I think that's pretty spot on. Restrained jungle is an oxymoron. Yeah, well, we will have to wait and see, won't we? This is Teresa Winter. It is incredible, this music, uh, recorded in her bedroom during lockdown, obviously. And yeah, this is cassette called Love Crime. This is the title track.
That's Love Crime by Teresa Winter, it, taken from the cassette, the same name, six tracks, absolutely fantastic. It's released via Boomcat Editions. Boomcat rapidly taking the place of Bandcamp in how often we talk about them on this podcast. But like I say, she's a lead producer, really great music. And yeah, lo-fi synth pop dub proto jungle, but somehow restrained. Do you get me now? Definitely had a bit of the, I thought maybe a little of the peaking lights or something about it sort of before the, the breakbeat came in anyway. And then it, yeah, reminded me a little bit of sort of maybe early noughties ambient drum and bassy sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. And the peaking lights, yeah, that's a reference I hadn't thought of at all, really. One of the things that really drew my attention to it is the blurb. It says here, her newfound influence from classic dub spirits, as inspired by Edward George's brilliant podcast series on the strangeness of dub, which I've been listening to pretty constantly all today and onto the second episode of it now. This It's an absolutely fantastic series uh, on Morley Radio, if you want to look up i've been recommending it to everyone including anthony chalmers yes i haven't listened to it yet but i have uh, both of us me and gareth consider dub to be some of the finest music ever set to tape or whatever you want to say like i don't read many music books but i've read a book about dub <laughs> <laughs> and you liked it uh, the, this podcast series is it's not just about dub it's about like the inspirations for it all the different uh, sort of um, musicography bits that are sort of feeding into it and all the inspiration behind it and yeah i've only listened to the first episode and started the second one today but it's a wonderful listen yeah morley records i will try and share it on our facebook or instagram or somewhere like that in the week I will certainly be getting on that in the long lists of podcasts I have to listen to. When uh, a band you really like ends up hooking up with a record label that you really like, it is always an extremely pleasing outcome. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what's happened here. Barcelona's Dame Area, who we've played on the podcast before, who normally release on their own Magia Roja uh, label, have been signed or released for this album by uh, Germany's Mannequin Records that we played, uh, Giant Swan and many, many others on the pod. I think it's a match made in heaven. And when Victor sent this along to me, Victor from Dame Area, <laughs> yes, I was I was extremely happy. And I knew that it was going to be one that me and Gareth were 100% going to enjoy on the podcast. Yes, please. So the album is Ondast Tribales, just about held that together, I think. And this track is called La Danza del Ferro.
could be the the sort of the fade out podcast. <laughs> oh, mate, I just do not want that to fade out whatsoever. I could get that going for ages. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And it sort of made me, it's made me yearn for raw power. Dame Area uh, are scheduled to play raw power this year, although Victor's told me that even if it happens, he's not sure it's going to be possible for them. But uh, oh, really? they were killer live at the Shackle Alarms in 2019. And um, if I was teleported to then now, it is fair to say I would rip my shirt off and start swinging it around my head with such wild abandon that uh, it would be like I've like I've never felt before. Uh, yeah, I mean, what a sight that would be. I mean, I would pay lots of money by all the money I have in the world to watch that at night at Millie Oyster Festa right now. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> oh well. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, that is the Iron Dance, La Danza de Ferro by Dame Area from the album Ondas Tribales, which is uh, coming out in March on Mannequin Records. And yeah, first one for them on Mannequin. And uh, yeah, uh, knowing what Mannequin releases, I think it's a wicked match. Yeah, always got a lot of time for them. Oh, it's like you say, man, it's like when a band that you love and a label you love come together, it's just the best. I want to be that person that brings those things together. That would be like such a highlight. <laughs> well, we, we know they listen. Um, we know they they definitely listen to the podcast. So that uh, could be a connection there. Mm. Um, before we go on to the next one, I was something we were going to do at the start of the podcast, but I totally forgot is that if you are listening to this on the day that it came out on this Monday, we are live tonight on the 15th of February on Zoom for a patron-only live show. It is not too late to join the Patreon and join us for that. We love those live shows. There's been so much fun. And um, if you are a patron, well, make sure you sign up because if, uh, we want you there. We know with us not. We have loads of patrons and only a some amount of them make them for the live shows. And the uh, ones who think that it might not be for them, I assure you, I think you're wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always a lot of fun, like, and the music's always top-notch. And, yeah, I, if you're a patron, you know, you can watch some of them back so you don't have to enjoy the live show. You can just enjoy it after the fact, too. And, yeah, you don't get involved in the great chat, but it's still fun. <laughs> don't we have a couple of new patrons? We do, yes. We have Bob Saul, we have Anders Puke, and we have Rory Cleave. Thank you all so much for your really super generous support. And hopefully get to see you at the live show and, yeah, play you some great music there as well. And if you want to become a patron, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast. There is still time to come and see us on the live show, and we'll have more in the future. And don't go in and you help keep the podcast running. Yes, thank you so much to you guys and also to all of our other patrons for supporting us. As I mentioned before, when I started the, uh, my other podcast, the Out for a Walk one about walking, starting a new podcast has made me, you know, doubly, triply appreciate uh, all of our listeners, all of our patrons and Gareth for what we have going on here. So, yes, sir. Thank you very much, everyone. Oh, thanks, man. I'm going to play some music now that I've been meaning to play all other points in the podcast, but I did sort of been playing other songs that haven't really fit with it and yeah like sort of lots of noise and lots of stuff that's a bit distorty uh, <laughs> not sure that's actually a, a word distorty <laughs> yeah but, uh, anyway this one is i'll go go with it this one is distorty it's uh the debut album of uh, the solo project of uh, guillaume cazalet He's a member of Neptunian Maximalism, who you played on the pod before. Yeah, brilliant band. Yeah, and this one's also on WV Sorcerer Productions. Like that 
record was like an extraordinary package and that sounds a, a little bit a little bit rude doesn't <laughs> extraordinary package. yeah well that would take one to know one mate uh, anyway <laughs> this is yeah this is an extraordinary package of their own of guillaume's own making Gesult is the name of the project czlt the album is called junkyard and this is he's gone deep on like indian and tibetan traditional music and turned it into metal ultimately drone metal you i know some of our listeners will absolutely love this anthony you will love this this is called junkyard There you go, sound of Kzult, uh, C-Z-L-T. I'm not really sure how you say that. Cult, I reckon. Yeah, but that's not how it's spelt, mate. So, you know, <laughs> so I'm going to go with mine and just go with phonetics. Track of the album is called Junkyard. It, this is really the excerpts podcast, isn't it, this week? it's uh, Usually we go full fat, but yeah, not this week it appears. This is all I've heard. Looking forward to the album itself coming out on the 1st of May so that I can hear the rest of it already got the pre-ordering because i just think that is phenomenal like it, it says here in the blurb like he's dug deep into sort of the masters of indian pakistani tibetan musicians what you can see there is very academic in a way but has turned it into something much heavier much dronier and much nastier in a in a sense yeah, I wasn't expecting that to be quite so messily. No, I, I know, right? But like, it's just a really exciting, really interesting record. And yeah, can't wait to have it in my collection. Yeah, well, if I book Neptunian Maximalism for Raw Power, maybe I can get a bit of that oh, in yes, as well. Oh, yes, please. We're, you know, all in for one package. Oh, <laughs> one extraordinary package. <laughs> well, that's all we've got time for. I feel like we sort of did the sign-off before, really, didn't we? But thank you very much for listening, as always. I mentioned the last podcast that we have three T-shirts left. We now have two. So we have two yellow mediums up on the Independent Music Podcast, a big cartel, if you're so desirous. Maybe we'll do a competition for one on the live show. 
if they're still there. Yeah, well, I'll be wearing mine uh, at the live show, no doubt. Got a, that and my luscious Baba Yaga's ho- hoodie. Uh, yeah, I hadn't hadn't really given much thought to my outfit yet. Oh, really? It's <laughs> like the only thing I really think about. But obviously now the re- the real choice is which layer of Baba Yaga's hut t-shirts i need to wear in, in your many layers of my merchandise exactly i want to close the podcast with the sounds of mark cunningham mark cunningham is an american artist uh, known initially for being in maybe the no wave pioneers mars who came out of new york in mid 70s trailblazing the way for a lot of bands after them and then he moved to Spain in the 90s. So we got a quite, quite a strong Barcelona contingent for this podcast where he's been collaborating and making experimental music for the last 30 years. He's got a new album here. This was sent to me by um, Edu from Zar. Remember Zar? Played, played at Royal yeah, Power yeah. for that matter and played at DIY Space for London. Did a fantastic uh, album on, uh, oh God, what's that record label called? Leeds label. It's, uh, yeah, the, no, Sheffield. It's, um, it's the name of the venue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had them on my show. Audacious Art Experiment. You got it. There we go. Released an amazing album on the Audacious Art Experiment. Excellent, Gareth. It looks like he's got a record label now or he's doing some video plugging or whatever it is. He got in touch with a bunch of excellent music. And this was one of them. And I wanted to close out with this. It's a lovely uh, uh, sort of ambient, jazzy, experimental good stuff. The album's called Odd Songs. And this is called Osaka Night. We'll be back with you next week. Bye. <laughs>